This is Daisen Shubi X, the podcast, episode 214, for the week of March 28th, 2010. Hello, welcome to Dies and Chewy X, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Dies and Chewy X. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Hello, dear listeners. Over here to my right is Mary. Yo, yo, people. And Mike. Wow. You're a different category. I, I just decided. This is true. <laughs> I'm an entirely different category of people. Off in Japan, sleeping in late and eating breakfast. Julian. Hey. Hey. Well, at least you sound like you're up and about and you're ready to do a show. You're listening to WDBZ, the only Dragon Ball radio station here with a mic. <laughs> and a Julian. <laughs> and a cat. And a Tara. She's in the background. We got well, our mascot today. We did have her locked up. You decided to let her out. I let the cats out. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. So uh, I'm... Too bad. She's going to be meowing in the background, and we are all just going to have to deal with it this episode. I can put her back. No, nah, it's all right. Kitty! So Mary, <laughs> so Julian, so Tara, that leaves me. My She's name is our Mike. special guest. She is. She's going to tell us all about the relevancy of Dr. Briefs' cat and what it means in society. You know what? I think she has a huge problem with the king of the world. She's actually racist about this. You know, she can't defend herself. <laughs> You're just putting words in her mouth. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Are there any cat people in the Dragon Ball universe? We see lots of dog people in. Just like, actual cats. Assorted, like wolf people. I think there are some cat people. Oh, there are I some. seeing like tiger people. Yeah, tiger people. That's it. That's as close as we get though, right? And poir. It's like a flying cat thing. <laughs> thing. Thing. All right, folks. Let's talk about what's going on this episode. This is a, a topic we've been wanting to do for a while kind of goes on the back burner and we forget about it. People remind us. I go, oh, that's a great idea. We should get back to that and talk about it. Uh, many, many months, if not years. I don't remember. When did we talk about Toyable's Dragon Ball AF fan comic? You know, my sense of a time with ago. this show is really thrown off. I, I'm inclined to say, oh, it was a year ago. And I bet if we look back, it's probably like three. I'll be like, what? <laughs> I know. Where'd the I time know. go? As far as I can tell, Toybles AF and DB Multiverse are the two big ones online. I don't really know. The big popular online fan mangas. Exactly. So, drawn in other countries. That's and Translated right. <laughs> for well, our amusement. That's what's really neat about it because Toybles is Japanese and Multiverse actually comes to us from France. So these are two entirely non-American things. And that's something I always talk about with our website and with our show with the franchise itself, it is and has been a worldwide phenomenon. Here you have French fans making this pretty interesting fan comic. So we're going to catch up on that. It's over 200 pages long now, so that's a good bit of material for us to dig into. Uh, any other random stuff? Uh, I don't think so. Mary, you got any Dragon Ball stuff? Just me railing into you today for quoting Ginyu things in the kitchen and me being creeped out. It's like, Mike! You know, you know, getting you things oh, on the top of your head. This is the weird thing. All right, come on. I said Aoi Hurricane and Akai Magma. They're two words. But it was unprovoked. Or was it the other way around? Don't know. Red Magma, Blue Hurricane, or Blue Hurricane? It, it just came out of nowhere is all. Yeah, well, and see, Tara's upset with you because I am allowed to say two words in succession, unprovoked. <laughs> She's okay, leaving. Let's count as four words yeah, in total. Yeah, it is. And actually, you have to start by saying, Can you talk Sentai? Akai Magma. And then, so it's kind of four words and then the person's name. Whatever. Oh, whatever. I'm allowed to say things from time to time. 
and pretend I'm 14 years old. And and wish you were in the and you took some time. You know what? Coming from someone who admitted last episode, you used to stand on the beach <laughs> and toss fake Kamehameha into the ocean. Yeah, but I was young then. What's you your have, excuse? No, no excuses. You are in no position I am. to say anything to me. If I may interject. Yes, you may, please. In, in Dragon Ball news over here, my fiance <laughs> is getting antsy at the five minutes thing. Uh, you were telling me about this the other day. Yeah, what, what's going on? Even though stuff is cut down, it's still too much. Frieza said he was going to destroy the planet Namek, but now there's five minutes left. Only it's already been five minutes. What happens now? <laughs> um, be patient, dear. <laughs> that is pretty fascinating because you can't cut that down enough, I feel like. There's too much stuff you have to cover for it to be five minutes. Uh, all right, so that's Mary and that's Julian as well. The only stuff I got for you is I'm pretty sure I'm done with uh, my Dragon Box 2 review, the American release. I'm really hoping I'm going to get that up along with this podcast episode this weekend. It's much more condensed, even though it's super long. It's not as long as the first one. So Mary, you and I were saying, we're looking at it going, what do you say at this point? It's basically more of the same, right? Mm -hmm. Right. The only difference is being, I guess, the book. Yeah, so there's some stuff on the book, and I try to expand a little bit more upon the content of the box in terms of what episodes are on it, what what material it covers. So I, I especially feel like with these episodes, you do have to take that into account. I was talking about things like filler material and the terrible animation days. Uh, Mary, let me pull it up and show you one of these screenshots. Oh, God, I, I, I'm going to have nightmares. I've seriously not been able to return to these episodes since maybe 10 years ago. So you can see which one of these screen screenshots Oh, yes. That's us. Have, skinny neck Vegeta. People are, I believe, referring to this as Vegeta the Third now. <laughs> you could easily just Photoshop a gun in his hand, maybe a little bag of money in his other hand. <laughs> Put a green jacket on and we're good to go. Yes. It's and perfect. a tie. I can see it now. That's what's do, going do, do, on do, with us do, right do, now. Do, do. Sorry. Oh, all right. So with all the uh, housekeeping stuff done, let's hit some quick news. Not a lot of news this last week. I'm going to get you going here, though. Uh, some details on Dragon Ball Z, Kai. I was mentioning earlier, um, Julian, I haven't told you. A lot of our recent search results have been for Dragon Ball Z, Kai, that kind of stuff. It's interesting oh, how people are searching for the Z part. I mean, that's what's coming out over here in the U.S. as, so I, I expect to see that kind of stuff showing up. Anyway, according to our buddy Evil Gamer X, who folks will know from One Piece fandoms, he was uh, part of the show that Julian, you and I did a couple weeks ago from the One Piece podcast. Anyway, he's got a buddy over at Nicktoons and Jason knows stuff well enough in a lot of places that I, I trust where this is coming from. He's a well-connected filler. That's a feller. Yeah. <laughs> so according to a friend of a friend's, we are just putting it out there, friend of a friend here, but I put a little bit of faith in this. Uh, Going to be starting on Nicktoons on May 24th, four days a week with English songs. Now, no time slot has been decided upon just yet. We always say that Dragon Ball is best served in an after school time slot. And I, I 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it worked so well for a few years like that, didn't it? <laughs> Hey, I saw it. I was going to say, it worked for the three of us. (laughs) So it did decently enough. No, we make fun of that. 
It did well enough back then that Saban was able to score a one-hour time block for season two. I mean, come on. What other show got an hour time block? Freaking what, show from Japan. What day was it for you where you lived? I think it was Sundays. Mine was too. Was it that way across the board or did no, some people get it, it Saturday? No, it was across the board. Some places it was Saturday. Okay, because I just assumed that it was Sunday everywhere. So my statement regarding that was going to be, well, Sunday. you don't do really better, see yeah. Sunday morning programming for animation so right. I think it might have been pretty cost-effective, maybe, to swing yeah, an hour true. block back then. Hours cheaper on Sunday and Saturday. For a while, for me, it was on WPAX, a station in New York City, I think. Right. I don't remember when it was anymore. People like to say, oh, remember when it was on Fox? Remember it was on WP? No, it wasn't on just one of those. It was that's, just in syndication. Yeah, that's how syndication worked. Whatever local place wanted to pick it up. So a lot of people get confused when saying, what are you talking about uh, when it was on Fox? Right. No, it was Some on people, WB. Right. Some people had it on Fox, WB. UPN. I think for me, yeah, mine was... um. Whatever it was before UPN. I can't remember that. The time before UPN. And now there's the CW, I think, that combined a couple of those. Yeah. We don't even have TV anymore, so it's probably changed even further. So, bringing it back to the present, uh, also relating to Z Kai, I don't know if we mentioned this, but the first four episodes of the dub are actually set to premiere at SakuraCon next weekend. I believe I looked it up in the schedule as Saturday night at 8.30. Prime time! Now, I... Due to some things I've heard from multiple independent sources that have come to me and said things, super, super diehard Funimation dub fans that like certain things the way they are said are going to be really upset with the home release version of this. And that makes me, in my little, like, <laughs> way, kind of happy. Are, are you not able to expand on that? You, you said the way things are said, right? Yes. So, can I take a guess? Sure. Um, is it the pronunciation of Saiyan? Saiyan? Saiyajin? Uh, I, I know Saiyan nothing about that. I can almost guarantee you they'll probably stick with Saiyan. I okay. Mean, that's, that, that would make me just like fall over in a well, that's, hysterical is it, laughter. I know. Is it, is it, is it, is it Kaioken? Maybe. Why would that make fans pissed off? Because not, it's such a subtle thing. I don't think a lot of people who don't know any better would even realize not, it. Well, yeah, with that one. Um, not that. Uh, we'll see, because I don't even know which version is going to premiere at SakuraCon. We know there's going to be two different versions. It's going to be a home version, and it's going to be a TV version, which is going to have to be edited for Nicktoons. And it sounds like there are going to be differences for the two things. I'm really interested to see if what I've been told comes to be true and how it's different, but I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to create a lot more conversation. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm pretty interested to see what the reception is from kind of the the general dub audience. I may have to venture out to the interwebs to see what the response is for that. Well, I think what's great about Kai is that we're done with the days of, I don't like that music, I like my music, because Kai is all new music, and we all will just universally have it. Yeah, but some people are like, I don't even like that score. I want Falconer's back. <laughs> well, you know what? Some of the music is so shitty in Kai, I take it for Falconer music. I know, I know. All right, let's move away from Kai stuff. We, we rail on Kai all the time. Uh, Mary, finish off our news. It's related so, right, to Sakura Kai. Yeah, good segue. And this is one of those instances where it's like, damn, I wish we didn't live on the East Coast because Ryo oh. Horikawa is going to be the guest of honor. In case Tell you don't me. know who that is, that's the voice of Vegeta in the Japanese version. And he's a crazy fun guy because we have his DVD. And, <laughs> and we know all about his voice acting techniques and his wacky self 
is going to be sad not being able to see him. Ryo Horikawa and Mayumi Tanaka there at SakuraCon. That is pretty awesome. So those of you going out there, get us some photos, get us some videos, get us some live streaming of some events. Come on. Some fresh cut hair. <laughs> Strips of their clothing. <laughs> Maybe some blood samples. <laughs> it's not Takeshi Kusao, okay? <laughs> Should we have a chance to go see him? At... No, I would have. I would have known if I saw the man. <laughs> okay. Um, that appears to be the news from the last week. Not a whole lot going on. It's all relating to over here in the USOA. So I guess with that done, let's just uh, head on over to that topic. So this week, we are going to talk about Dragon Ball Multiverse, a fan comic out of France like we introduced earlier in the show. So what is it? Well, that kind of tells you what it is. I'll give you a little bit more of a back history, though, from reading around on the site. And it's by, I don't know if it's Saligir or Saligir. Julian, if you're going by a French pronunciation, what do you think that might be? If I had to guess, I'd say Saligir, but I don't know. We'll say Saligir and Gogeta Jr. out of France. Looks like it's been going on for about two years. Oh, that was going to be my next question, actually. It was yeah. like, whoa, when did this start? Not quite. If, if you go back and look on our form from when Salajir came and kind of gave us the announcement of it, it was a little under two years ago. I haven't dug back to look you know, when did stuff absolutely premiere online, that kind of stuff. So we'll say ab- about two years is how long this has been going on. The setup for this fan comic is basically taking elements from the series that we know exist. We know there are multiple timelines. We, we talked about this a bit with Trunks recently, where when he comes back to, we'll call it our timeline, the way that time travel at least works in Dragon Ball is that it creates a new parallel universe, if you will, where these things coexist at the same time. They're, they're just happening in different universes. So Dragon Ball Multiverse kind of takes this idea and runs with it. There are, I don't remember what they said, like thousands of different parallel universes going on. These kinds of beings that have gained a specific type of technology that lets them travel between these multiverses. It's basically an excuse to have a sort of Mortal Kombat tournament where you bring the different people from these realms together and we all have a great time fighting each other because that's what people in the Dragon World do. They, They enjoy fighting each other. So you've got, for example, our heroes from our timeline. But over here, you've got the Saiyajin from a timeline where they never got involved with the Tsufurians and Frieza and that. They're still their primal sort of state. And over here, you've got Bojack and his minions. You've got uh, a super boo, if you will, that has absorbed kind of like everyone and he's off doing his own thing. You have a cell that seems to be much stronger than the cell we know from our timeline. You've got Babidi and Boo hanging out with Dabra over here, but they're all from these different places. So some of them know of each other, which is really interesting seeing Frieza look around with all these different Saiyajin over the place. It's like, ah, I, I need to kill each and every one of you, that kind of stuff. That's the setup for it. They all come together to have a tournament. Now, I've read this before. It's probably been... I'll, I'll say at least six months since I last checked in on Multiverse. So I read the whole thing straight there. I think we're up to page 207, something like that. So I knew where it was going, and now I have a little more uh, information on what the story is. Mary, this is something you had never heard of before, right? Right. 
and I read it for the first time this week. Okay. Julian, how about you? Is this something you had been keeping up with at all, ever? Oh, I've, I've watched it from time to time, but um, I'm kind of in the middle of a lapse, so I'm trying to catch up frantically as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Um, Mary, I'm, I'm going to start with you. We're not going to do like we do with the manga review right. of Awesomeness, where we give a recap of the whole story. And That'd be crazy. No, and I don't even know that we could, because a no. lot of stuff happens. I think it would be... <laughs> The length of all of our prior manga reviews of awesomeness. Know, combined. So I'm just going to get your, like, almost starting with your end thoughts, and then we'll kind of work our way backwards. So what did you think of Multiverse? Well, the first thing that struck me was that it was like a Marvel comic, because Marvel had, I don't know if they still do, a series called What If? Okay. And it's kind of narrated by this character called The Watcher, who mm -hmm. looks over all the various Marvel Earths, oh, okay. Marvel universes, and it's like, well, what if this hadn't happened? Or what if this had happened? Which is exactly what this is. And yeah, that's what immediately struck me. I'm like, oh my god, it's a giant what if right. with DBZ characters. So it was hard to, kind of hard for me to shake that feeling as I was reading this thing. I was like, it's a what if, it's a what if, it's nothing but what ifs. So I don't know how I felt about that because it was an excuse just to see weird combinations of people fighting. People but that also, you do know and kind of people that you don't really think you know. And that was kind of cool because I was reintroduced to people that I hadn't really thought about in a while. Mm, I was like, oh yeah, I yeah. remember that dude. What's also great about it is that and I guess is is a spoiler, if you don't mind. <laughs> sure. It, it introduces things that we never get to see in the regular storyline, like Pan going Super Saiyan. Right, right. It's like, oh, man, I've always wanted to see that. Well, here's your chance. Mm -hmm. One thing overall that kind of struck me was the action scenes more than anything, because I thought the artwork itself was fairly blah when they're just standing around, but it really looks much more like the actual manga when they get into the action scenes, because they have okay. all the speed lines and everything. Yeah, yeah. But kind of stemming off of that, I was kind of shocked by how graphic some of the scenes got. Yeah, yeah. The part where Cell rips off his head. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! But I, I thought that was ingenious because it takes these two elements that we know, which is Dabra can turn people to stone with a spit and Cell can regenerate. Well, Cell is using his ingenuity that he's got from all these different fighters. Like, all right, I'm fucked. Let me pull off my head and I'll have a new body regenerate right. from it. So it's kind of taking things one step further with the different story elements that we know from the regular universe, mm -hmm. but also taking it one step further graphically. Yeah. Because, you know, this isn't, you know, being published for the masses. You can be a little more daring if you so choose to be. Right. Sort of maybe like the neck break that we have. Yeah. Which, which we've had in the series. I mean, Raccoon broke Gohan's neck and it was relatively graphic. It's a child. But this is one of those moments where it kind of goes inverted and you see the sound effect there mm -hmm. when Bojack snaps her neck. That was interesting. So you were you were taken in by the graphicness of it in some yeah, respects. Yeah, in some ways it was shocking, mm -hmm. but I don't think it could cross the line or anything, okay. which was good because I felt like it could have come close, but it didn't. So I was happy about that. The way you're talking now, it sounds like you really like it, but I, I don't think that's your conclusion. No, I mean, I think it's okay. Yeah. Because I think the whole concept itself is a cop-out, but I know it's just meant to be fun. Right. So I shouldn't read so much into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it of is, course. Ultimately, it's just an excuse to have what if fights, right? Like right. dream matches and crazy scenarios. But I don't know. I guess something about it. I'll just say that I, it's good and I liked it. 
Well, I'm not like, oh my god, it's super mm-hmm. amazing. Well, before we go over to Julian, one thing I do want to mention is, yeah, these are a lot of characters in different contexts from different universes. I know a lot of fans, maybe the younger fans, I guess, have a lot of trouble seeing a character act out of character. Like, oh, they would never do that. They would never act that way. Well, you have to remember, that's not the character we know. Right, and especially like the Goku, the, the different universe Goku yes. in the Saiyajin armor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically looking like, what the hell's your naming convention for that character? I, Taurus. Taurus, okay. <laughs> well, I, I can never remember from week Tullus, to week. Taurus. Taurus, whatever. Yes. He basically looked like him. Right. Um, I mean, it is a cop-out way to do stuff. Because you can say, well, he's from a different universe, so I can write him however I want to write him. But I, I think that's like the only big issue I had, but I was able to accept, okay, well, it is essentially a different person. Yeah, so. but I do think the character, if we did have these different universes... There this is, is how they would be. This is a possibility of how they would act. Julian, let me take it over to you. It's going to do the same thing. We're going to work backwards. What's your general feelings on multiverse? I think it's fun. Okay. That, that's its purpose, right? Yeah. Well, I, I just really think it's neat, the sort of what-if things. That's probably, although I didn't play it, one of the things that I enjoyed hearing about from the Budokai games is right. the what-if situations that they had. So this kind of stuff is interesting. I mean... What's the point of retreading ground that you've already seen in the series? Why not try something different? Well, what's neat about it is that it is retreading ground because we do have all these kind of different matchups and pairings with characters that we have seen before. So it's taking things that we do know and throwing it into a new setting. People like that. People like some familiarity, even though they want something new, I think. Uh, Maybe that's why this works. I think maybe. Were any characters or fights uh, sticking out to you as you were reading through this? I don't know. I think there's a lot of ones that are good. But I I like the way that you see characters from other universes who interact with the ones from the different universes in kind of new ways. Right. My favorite, um, and I'm biased, my favorite example of interaction was (laughs) all the different Trunkses talking to each other. Right. And that was just a chapter title page or something, I think. I think so, yeah. It was a nice little aside where here's the Trunks from our timeline and Trunks from over in this timeline. And, oh, we're very different people. Mm -hmm. And isn't this awkward? Because I always felt that way about, you know, GT versus Z Trunks. But to see it, like, put out there in a a fan comic, it just helps Mm -hmm. drive the point home that, yep, these guys are pretty damn different. I want to ask you guys about the new characters because there are some things we've never seen before uh like this girl universe i guess the one that fought the pervert i actually really hated that chapter yeah yeah okay well tell me about that what was wrong with that i didn't think the character design fit at all Mm, yeah it it was not toriyama-esque enough i don't think yeah it just rubbed me the wrong way. Mm, okay. I can't put my... I, I, it's not like I'm a prude or anything. I'm right, like, right. oh no, she's using her girly ways because we've seen that in Dragon oh, yeah, Ball. Absolutely. So it's not like it it was doing something well, we haven't seen before. it fits with the author's ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was that. There's also these technology people who fought against... Was it Oob or was it... I, I can't remember who it was. The guy with all the, the rockets and the nanotechnology stuff flying all over the place. That that was an interesting thing. That, that does feel like something we would get with Dragon Ball. kind of feel like we got that a little bit with the Planet Namek storyline where it's, oh, you rely on your technology too much. The scouters, you know, we can overcome that with the various things we have. So it felt like a, a much grander jumping off of that. Julian, did these technology people interest you at all? Do you want to see more of them? Or was that just kind of like, eh, yeah, those need to do? Yeah, it was it was in passing kind of thing. Not really. 
Okay. How about some fun little fights that you saw? One that I liked quite a bit was the Bata versus one of the Kaioshin, where, of course, he comes in, I'm the fastest in the universe, and boom, like that. It's just, no, you're really not. Maybe in your universe, <laughs> but this isn't your universe, and that was it. Mary, did you have any favorite fights that you saw? I mean, as it goes on, we get longer and longer fights, but there's yeah. some short, cute ones. Um, I... I already mentioned it, but I like the one with Pan. Okay. Even though it didn't end up quite so well for her. Right, right. <laughs> but just seeing the different angle on it, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. liked a lot. Because she never really gets a chance to be badass. Was... What are you talking about? She had her whole series to herself. She wasn't badass. Right. <laughs> Julian, how about you? Do you have any favorite fights that you saw reading through this? <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of them that sort of happen that way is because it's playing with expectations. Right. And the expectations of the fighters. So I don't know. I'm trying to think of one that stands out particularly, but a lot of them feel that way. I'm also trying to review this as we no, talk I, about I it. I understand. Mary, you were talking about the art style earlier. Now, I don't read all of our forum posts and all of the uh, comments on the site in great detail, but it does sound like there are quite a bit of tracing allegations going on here. It's a fan comic. Oh, it's yeah. It's kind of okay. Do you really care? I but noticed it especially with the drawings of Bojack. Yeah, okay. But for the most part, it seemed relatively original. There was a shot of, I think it was Broly, that... Looked like it was taken straight from mm. the movie. Yeah, and there's a shot of Raccoon as well where he's holding someone up. I think that's a shot mm. of him holding Vegeta up in the original. Right. I think it's also a callback to uh, Goku doing the same to Raccoon. Or no, it was wait, wait, was that Goku? Was that Raccoon or was that Nappa? I don't remember anymore. I, I think I know the shot you're talking about, but I, I don't remember which characters they were. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, is this something that you, you care about in a fan comic As long like as this? it's not overwhelming, I can live with it. Because, uh-huh. I mean, I used to draw fan manga, and I used to reference stuff all the time. I didn't oh, trace yeah. stuff, but it was way, way early in my fandom, and just looking at other artists helped a lot. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you're doing a story that has all these different universes, you know, you could look at it as, oh, it's paying homage to this yeah. scene. Yeah. And in the case of Bojack or Broly, who don't appear in the manga, you don't have that reference. So I can see why there's certain instances where it's like, oh, I could picture this scene in this movie where he is in that pose or whatever. Right. But I don't think it's like too over the top, so I can live with it. Okay. Julian, how about you? Is this something you care about? Mm. Well, I don't know. There are times where it seems like maybe it, it could be an issue, but I think for the most part, it's not really a problem. I like the color pages. Do you? Yeah. Um, I, I didn't really care for them all that much. Some were shaded better, better than others. Now, if you look, it does seem like there are some guest artists from time to time. I did notice some inconsistency, yeah. Right, so I don't know if that's coming into play where I, I like them or I don't like them. I feel like I don't have a whole lot more to say about it other than, oh, I kind of like this character. One of the, I guess you could say, main characters of this is Vegito from the universe where right. they did not unfuse. Uh-huh. That was neat. I, I thought that was neat because they're saying, geez, our, our universes seem to be exactly the same. What is different? And then Vegito walks out and says, well, I guess this is the difference right here. <laughs> of course, he's being totally badass about it the whole time, which fits in perfectly with Vegito. And I, I love that. But um, I, I don't know, favorite characters or something? What do you, what do you got? I don't know if I can pick one. Okay. There's a lot of unique takes. I <laughs> I found myself actually liking Gohan a little bit. Which Gohan from the, where? The uh, uh, older Gohan. The like one whose daughter was killed? I'm losing track now. <laughs> 
I think all the maybe I'm just lumping them all into one yeah, character, yeah. but just like that older Gohan, mm. almost like GT age yeah, Gohan, yeah. which is weird because I don't particularly like him. No, not at all. In the regular series, but it was weird. All right, well, here's the thing: we're talking about all these things that we enjoyed, we thought were neat. At the end of the day, I don't particularly love this fan manga. It has all these neat little elements, but I feel like the storytelling is kind of weak, and there are a lot of points where I'm going, "What? What's happening?" Well, I found. When it got that way for me, I just ended up looking at the pictures. I was like, okay, I'll just watch the fight yep, scenes. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll just skip ahead until it reads interesting again. Sometimes the translation seems a little bit... Yeah, yeah. ...junky. I don't know. Um, but I don't think that's really the fault of the story. But sometimes, you know, you have to remember that the story is in the service of the fights, basically. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The whole point is to get these different people from different universes fighting each other. I, and for that reason, I think it is at least worth a look. Yeah, yeah, totally. To see if it's your, your cup of tea. There's just something about it where it, it's been so many months since I went back to it. And I start reading it again and going, oh, yeah, I'm enjoying this. But as I'm reading it, I'm thinking, I don't think I'm really enjoying this. I'd rather just go work on something else. It's a weird, uh, kind of bipolar feeling about it where I like I it and agree. I don't. I agree. Yeah, that's how I felt, too. It's like, I mean, I kept going with it. Yeah. Just to see what would happen next, but I wasn't like heavily, heavily involved. For me, I think it's the longer fight scenes just don't work. They're just yeah. not that interesting to me. Yeah, same here. I don't know if it's because of the author not being able to write longer scenes or choreograph longer scenes. The short, cute, funny ones I really enjoyed, and that's what I wanted to see more. But I guess you do have to have the big, important ones. Like right now, we're in the middle of this Vegito versus Broly one, which they start with. We get a little immediate res thing going on where, oh, hey, look at this. Oh, let's jump back in time and explain how this all came to be. And now we've worked our way back to kind of where the fan comic starts in the first place. I was actually confused when I first started reading it because I thought, oh, am I on the wrong page? Right, right. Mary, it sounds like you and I are on the same page. We are, but I would still recommend it. Oh, yeah, I absolutely would. But Because it's like way better than anything I can ever draw. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, how about you? What are your just recommendation or not feelings on it? Is, is it something you enjoy or are you not entirely sure? Kind of like Mary and I over here. I think it's worth flipping through. I mean, it's easy. You go to the website, you just click a button for half an hour and you read the whole thing, right? Yeah. All right. I read slow. It took me more than a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how long it took me, but now that we're up to 200 or so pages, it does take you a little bit to get through. So I guess let me conclude it by asking the both of you, is this something that you think you would regularly keep up with? There is a page a week, I think, is the schedule. Hmm. Is this something you would return to every week? Would you rather wait months for more new material? I'm the kind of person that can wait yeah. I'm pretty patient when it comes to that stuff, unless it was like super, super awesome, which for me, it's not. Okay. So I would let it build up and hope for awesomeness. Uh-huh. And then go back and like 20 up. pages yeah. and check it all out. Exactly. Okay. Julian, how about you? I think it depends on your attitude towards other weekly series. Mm, all right. If you're the kind of person who follows along every single week, then I bet you probably wouldn't mind doing the same for something like this. On the other hand, if you're the kind of person who can't stand the pace of such things and would rather go back to it after the plot has had time to progress, right. then you'd probably do that. And that is an issue with this, is the pacing, which it can be totally spastic about, oh, we're going to spend 20 pages on this fight and two pages over on this fight. So I don't know. You kind of have to think about what do I like most? Because it's not like a regular weekly show where you get a chapter or a week. This is just a page. 
a week. So not a whole lot going to happen. So it sounds like we don't overwhelmingly recommend it, but we all do think this is something, hey, you should go check it out. Maybe you'll get a kick out of it at the very least. And that's what we like about this fan stuff online. Everything that we talk about, the fan comics, the AMVs, the the parodies. We we just love having fun with the series that we love so much. And I love it because there's something for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. So that is our quasi review take on Dragon Ball Multiverse. You can check it out at www.dragonball-multiverse.com. There are a bunch of language translations. So even if you don't speak English, but I mean, you're listening to this show, though we have a lot of people who don't natively speak English who visit our website, listen to our show. Maybe there's a translation of it that's in your native language, something a lot of people can check out. So... I think we all think. Click on over to the site. Check it out. So with that out of the way, good to finally, finally get to talking about Multiverse. Let's, uh, oh geez, it's the end of the month. Let's do some releases here. I think what we'll do, because it's the end of March and we don't want to miss stuff in April, we'll do the last thing in March and then the first week in April. And then you don't have anything for about another two weeks after that. So we'll hit April stuff in April. Uh, Julian, get us going. March 31st, last thing on the last day of this month. Yes, coming out on the 31st is Dragon Ball character Uranai 2010 for 840 yen. You know, it seems to be one of those sort of which character are you books where you put in your blood type and your birth date and your mother's maiden name and I don't know. (laughs) You know, it's one of those books. One of them books. Something I'm not getting right away. It can go into a later order, that's for damn sure. You are Goku. You have an enormous appetite. (laughs) You are not very smart. But you love to fight all the time. (laughs) <laughs> but you are surrounded by your friends. Julian, you're, you're not a family Japan. man. You, can... <laughs> you like to leave your wife and kids and die. What I was saying Sorry. is that, Julian, you are in Japan, so you can at least swing by a bookstore and flip through it upon release and let us know what's in it. If they don't have a plastic cover on it. Yeah. All right. Do that annoying degree right but i want to flip through it without paying for it (laughs) all right let's take it over to april 2nd then it'll be the last release we talk about this time on the show tv version anime comics dragon ball z majin buu gekito hen or battle arc volume three the next volume in the anime manga this is coming to you from shueisha it's the regular 730 yen their own website has basically just it's coming Here's a release date and a price. They don't even have cover art for it yet. So do you suppose when they finally get through with Z, they'll actually do a GT manga for the first time ever? I don't know, because now we're in an era of Dragon Ball Kai. Mm. So, I don't know. They've just abandoned anything that's not the Z era and not plastering Kai on top of it. I don't know what they would do. You joked before about doing a Dragon Ball Kai ani manga. I wouldn't put it past them. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, basically the same thing with a new label. Yeah. But now it's one volume shorter. (laughs) (laughs) Japanese, the notorious for buying the same thing over and over again. The Japanese and Vegito EX. Just saying. All right, so that is actually going to wrap up the episode as a whole. Julian's just getting up. We're getting sleepy and kind of hungry again, too. Yes, and you need to edit. Yeah, I'm going to edit this. With Tara's help. We're going to go have a weekend. But, uh, Mary, I will ask you, if people have questions, comments, all that good kind of stuff, we didn't get to any this week. I promise we'll hit some up next week on the show. Where people send all this good stuff? You can send emails and all that good stuff 
to podcast at dizex.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. We're on Twitter as DizeX and individually as Vegito EX, Saya Jedi, and Mary T-O-T. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DizeX. Like I said, that is it. Normally next week would be a manga review of awesomeness because it's the first week of a new month. We just did a quasi-manga slash anime review last week. And then this was a review. And then sort of a manga... I don't know, look, I I don't know if I call it a review, mini discussion this week, and we haven't read the next one yet. I I think we may push that one off one extra week before we get to the next manga review. It's just par for the course. Yeah, yeah, but but we're we're doing good here. I know, we got a good streak. Yes. We haven't gotten sick for a month. It's good. (laughs) I know. I was looking at my calendar at work, and it was a month. Since I had my cold, so... Although I'm still rocking the cough. I know, I still feel like every once in a while I'm still all a little gull on there, and you're still coughing and sniffling. Julian, how about you? Are you a healthy dude? I seem to be alright. Um, I'm kind of in the middle of a lot of stressful things, but I seem to be keeping my strength up, although my sleep schedule is starting to get a little strange. Ah, uh, you're doomed. Stress level goes up, you lose sleep, your immune system takes a hit, boom, you're down. Just keep drinking that orange juice and you're, you'll be good. Yay, Spike orange juice. Vodka. Or, or just like the episode <laughs> of DBZ I watched today, you know, <laughs> watching random Dragon Ball stuff. It was the episode where Goku's on his spaceship and he goes to wrap up his training, goes to the fridge, takes out the beer, says, oh, what's this? Oh, this is bitter anyway. I don't want this. Then he takes out Dr. <laughs> Brief's special sports drink, which he... <gasps> Downs oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember the delivery from the old dub. I think I'll have a sports drink instead. It's for it tastes great. Something like that. <laughs> I just had a flashback. Whoa. <laughs> it doesn't go that far in the original script, but there, it does feel like there's sort of that underlying mm-hmm. message there. Beer's no good for me. It's, it's so funny because it's straight up in the middle of the camera. Beer and then <laughs> sports drink. <laughs> <laughs> not digitally modified no no but then it does go into the scene where he uh jumps into the bathtub and the old dub did have the magical floating towel in the back of his ass there nice which no longer exists yeah i always pick out the episodes where someone gets naked i feel like no matter what anytime i pop in a random episode to watch someone's getting naked is that just dragon ball or is that just me being drawn to the nudity i think that's you like oh julian's starting to get robo we gotta wrap this up uh, oh no! Help, <laughs> Mary! Robots uh, are coming to attack. <laughs> Mary, thank you. Thanks. Temple O Trunks going on two years without any extra words or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who cares? Whatever you're here. Every oh week. no! I just had a thought. What? what? Well, what? it's almost April, and I didn't even conceive of an April Fool's for the second year in a row. Maybe I, even I don't three. understand. What is this a special thing that people it, it do? It used to be for me. Oh, it used to be a thing. It's a thing. Thing I was proud of. Thing I looked forward to. I'm pretty sure we all died one April Fool's Day. Oh God! Julian's gonna come kill us. I'll, I'll try and translate. <laughs> I can't. Uh, Mary Temple Trunks. Okay. Yeah. www.yeah.com. Say you're going to the website and read some stuff about Trunks when I was 16. Uh. 17. <laughs> dot com is my site and go please thanks. I was going to make more jokes about your age, but I'll refer to you. I'm old. So. What are you trying to say? 
Uh, let's see if Robo Julian can give the URL of our website. You may find us at www.daizex.com. And now you're just staticky instead of Robo y. Oh. Now, now you're back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that is the evolution of Robo Julian from Julian machine evolved to man. into Robo Julian, and Robo Julian devolved into regular Julian. Oh. As long as Robo Julian doesn't attack Tokyo, I have to follow the laws of robotics, you know. <laughs> That's right. All right, totally, totally, totally done. So from Mary over here, bye bye. For Julian and myself from Daisenshu EX, yay. You can find us on that site. We'll talk in your ears next week. Episode 215. Julian, wrap it up, dude. Daisenshu EX, the podcast. Thanks for listening to us this week. And catch us next time on WDBZ, the Dragon Ball radio station, with the mic. <laughs> and the Mary. And the Robo Julian. <laughs> Alright, Julian, you ready? I'm ready. Oh, my posture. Your posture? My posture is bad. Oh. I'm slouching. I gotta fix that. Okay. I thought maybe you'd become a farmer. Yeah, farmer <laughs> oh, with no, a shotgun. My pasture. <laughs> 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 the cows are escaping. <laughs> it's the okay. Ostrich things. In Twilight Princess, I was an awesome goat wrangler, so I got I got real life experience. <laughs>